This is Rock Talk with Mitch LaFawn. Mitch LaFawn. Welcome to this episode of Rock Talk with Mitch LaFawn here on Mitch Marathon Month. As July 2019 draws to an end, I just spent an incredible weekend at Heavy Montreal, one of the premier festivals in North America. Just absolute terrific time. We had performances from Anthrax, Slash, Slayer, Dirty Honey, uh, Skillet, and so many more. Ghost, let's not forget Ghost. And uh, so many more. And and just an absolute terrific time. The, The organizers just put on it, it, it's not a concert. I mean, it's it's an experience. It really is. The food is outstanding. The venue is outstanding. It's fan friendly. It's easy to get to. And uh, anyway, if you if you haven't come up to um, to Montreal before, and you like hard rock heavy metal, you have to check out Heavy Montreal. And of course, it will return in 2020. Now, uh, while there, I had a chance to uh, to speak to a lot of folks. Uh, Tobias from uh, Ghost. Brent Fitz and Todd Kearns from Slash's band, but they were out promoting their new album by Took called Never Enough that comes out on August 27th. And uh, just a whole bunch, uh, Shannon from Godsmack. So all those interviews will be coming at you in the next week or so. But first, we are going to start off with John Cooper from the band Skillet, August 2nd, 2019. That's this Friday, for those of you counting. We have a new album by the band called Victorious. Definitely worth checking out. When I did the interview, I hadn't had a chance to hear it. Now I have, and I can tell you, it is worth checking out. And uh, speaking of checking out, I checked out their set at Heavy Montreal and walked uh, walked down into the front of the pit and, and I just saw people waving and screaming and singing along and the performance. Wow. High energy. Holy mackerel. High energy there, uh, John. Good job. And um, boy, what can I, what else can I, can I tell you about, about this interview? I got to meet John, of course. Face-to-face interview. Could not have been nicer. Absolutely one of the most genuine people I've ever met. Just terrific. And then later on in catering, uh, we crossed path again and we had another chat. Not on interview, but just a, a little private chat. And I don't know, just what a great guy. He just he just leaves you with a great feeling, you know. Sometimes you meet people. I'm not talking about necessarily rock stars, but you meet somebody and you go, eh, not too sure about that guy. Met John, and right away, it's, it's as if we had been friend for friends for 15, 20 years. It was like, hey, how's it going? Anyway, uh, so you know, people like that, I say, support them. So if you're not already a Skillet fan, you should definitely. Check the band out and give them a shot, you know. I think it's important to support music and it's important to support rock, obviously. But when you meet people that are just exceptionally nice, it just gives you that little extra motivation to support them, you know. It's it's just nice to, 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 to help out somebody who's nice. Anyway, that's that's my take on it. And so without further ado, I am going to give you, from Skillet, the one, the only... And one of the nicest guys that I met this weekend at Heavy Montreal, John Cooper. 
We are at Heavy Montreal with uh, John Cooper from Skillet. New album, August 2nd, is called Victorious. John, pleasure to have you. It's great to chat with you, man. Yeah, so let me talk quickly about the, the – well, in fact, I also want to talk about the graphic novel that comes out on oh. August 27th because mm-hmm. it's my birthday. It's a perfect is it? It's so, a perfect gift. It's a perfect gift. <laughs> so talk to me about the creative process between putting together a graphic novel and making an album. Is it the same kind of process? How, how do you sort of differentiate? Yeah, you know, it was interesting. My, it was my first time doing a graphic novel. So the big difference for me would be that I was a complete amateur at, at one and, and then a bit of a veteran at the other, you know. So I was like... I would ask questions. And I started realizing on the graphic novel, I'd be like, "Hey, so wait, we got to get these these uh, the the uh, script correct." And they say, "We're not to the script part yet." So they turn in a script, and then I would make changes. Say, hey, "I don't like that part. Let's change it to this." And I would never see it come back. So I was concerned that they weren't making my changes. Like that happens later, man. So I was supposed to be like making a record and and. You know, complaining about mastering when you haven't even mixed the record yet. That was a really interesting thing for me, but I love the process because I, I kind of I kind of just embraced the whole thing. We, we wrote it. We did the art for the graphic novel all at the same time we were writing and recording a record. So I was like, just screw it. I'm going to just do everything ever all at one time. And maybe, maybe the madness of everything will actually make me sharper. You know, rather than dull me down and everything like, you know, sometimes when you're stressed out, you don't give anything enough attention. But sometimes in that madness, you're like hyper alert and you're at your best. And I, I just felt at my best. I was I was loving it. I'd do it again. <laughs> do you think at some point you might blend the two or meld the two and have some kind of graphic novel or cinematography with a music soundtrack going to it? Yeah. Speaking of Alice Cooper, that's uh, you're right. You know, we were well. Listeners don't know we were chatting about Alice Cooper before this. Uh, yeah, uh, they know now, baby. Yeah, I mean, you never really know. I mean, the one thing that we did do uh, that we haven't really announced yet, barely just announced actually, is that we recorded an exclusive song for the graphic novel that, that is not on our record. So that was kind of cool. It's a little bit of a, this song was totally written for it. It sounds a little different than Skillet. It has its own life. So in, in a crazy, like, perfect world, would I love to make a graphic novel with a soundtrack and a whole, like, uh, themed show? I mean, yeah, that'd be pretty awesome, but we're not, we're not queen. I, I, I doubt we can. <laughs> well, you probably could. Uh, so talk to me about this new album, Victorious. I haven't had a chance to hear it yet because it comes out in August. Is it an evolution of the band or is it reinforcing the sound of the band? Mm, good question. You know, I, I think as the artist... It's funny because we never really know, and sometimes I go, oh, yeah, this is totally sounds like Skillet, and then somebody will review the record and go, man, this is so fresh. It's brand new. They try, they, they completely went off script, and I'm like, did we? I just don't know. The truth is I don't know the answer. What I aim to do was to do something that was a little bit of a continuation of our sound and because we had a, um, you know, a successful run. Our last record was very successful. So I was like, don't screw it up, John. You know, make it. Make it a little new, but not so new that it freaks people out. So far in the reviews of the record, I've seen both. I've seen people praise it for being so different than the last record, and I've seen some people praise it for not being too different. <laughs> so the truth is, is I don't know. I just hope the songs connect with people. I find that if I'm writing from my heart, uh, if I'm writing from what I'm experiencing with the fans at a show, I usually get a win. So that's what I try to do. So, so let me ask you then, career-wise, do you see yourself more as you 2 where you're experimenting, or do you see yourself more as an ACDC where you go, here's what we are, and that's what we are? 
Uh, very much the the former. Very much more in the U two, uh, and I would even put um, uh, who sings. Oh my gosh, I can't believe Coldplay. Coldplay oh, yeah. is another band. Um, I wish <laughs> that we could be ACDC or Metallica because, you know, I'm a, well, ACDC and Metallica. Metallica is my favorite metal band of all time. I don't want them to change because they have their own thing, you know. But for us, you know, we're not that lucky. And I think for us it's been fun to, uh, to, to, to change it up. All, we always try new things. It is invigorating, and then also you get new fans. And I think Skillet has this thing that every album we have a brand new fan base of you know eighteen to twenty four year olds, and it's every record, and it's just made us kind of our, our, the breadth of the of the base keeps spreading. And I think that comes. We're not afraid to try something that might even be out of the rock and roll box. You know, a lot of rock and rollers. I don't think you experience that as much in Canada. I've spent a lot of time in Canada on radio and listening, but in the states. There are a lot of things in rock and roll that you just don't do. If there's a great guitar riff, you don't layer it with synthesizer. Unless you are more of an industrial band like Manson or Zombie. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, in the States, they don't really love that. I love that. Um, They don't necessarily always love drum machines. Sometimes drum machines sound cooler than live drums every once in a while. Uh, Hey, you know. You know, like that, even that Rob Zombie, when that record came out, I was like, I, uh, Hellbilly Deluxe. Remember that record in oh, yeah. 2001 or two? And I was like, those are not real drums. And it gave it a dance flavor that I really liked. So I like to try these things, and who cares if it's out of the box? It makes it fun. So let me ask you this. Uh, Michael Sweet of the band Striper is a personal friend. Oh, really? Yes. And he doesn't like to describe his music as Christian rock. or He likes to say, I write about positivity. Mm. Um, how do you see your music? Because you have that label. Yeah. Is it is it something that you embrace? Or is it like, no, we're, we're just a positive band that writes positive right. lyrics? You know what? I, I always... Um you know, the truth is I don't really care. You know, I don't really care what people call us. The only reason I've always... Well, yeah, as long as, as, long as they buy that record. Oh, my gosh. You know, the thing about the labels, I, I don't really mind the label of Christian rock or the label of rock I, because people people like to put something in a box so they understand it. And I think that the, the fan, our religious fans... They always ask me, are you a Christian rock band? And if I say, ah, we're just a rock band, then what they feel is that, oh, you're embarrassed of your faith. That's how they take it. And so I just go, yeah, we're a Christian. I'm not embarrassed of my faith. But I never wanted to sing to only religious people. That's the opposite of what Skillet is all about. And I wouldn't even say that all my songs are religious. I mean, I write song. Our new song, Legendary, is not religious at all. It's just about... Enjoying your life, making your life matter. You know, you've like positivity. You had a short life to live, and, and and make it count. So not all my songs are religious, but I am religious. I've always embraced that and not embarrassed of it. And if people want to label it as one, the truth is, I don't think listeners really give. You know, they don't really. I, I a good song. Yeah, like I love Trent Reznor. I probably don't agree with everything he thinks. I would imagine because I am very religious in certain ways. I don't know him. So I'm, but I listen to some songs. I go, yeah, Closer is not exactly <laughs> my theology on life. But I'm a fan, and, and I believe that he believes what he's singing, and it makes good art to me. So I really don't care, you know? Yeah. And I'm going to ask you one more uh, question in that vein. I saw you on Fox News recently, oh, yeah. and they talked about a heavy metal band doing Christian music, almost as if it was some kind of weird thing, or you shouldn't be doing yeah. that. <laughs> uh, like, oh, my God, they're, they're, it's Satan's music, and... 
How do you look? How do you take that kind of perception? Well, the funny thing uh, on that, uh, some of the interviews were they were almost uh, crediting me for like starting something new, and and I grew up listening to Striper and White Cross and all these, you know. Christian metal bands, Blood Good, that no one's really ever heard of, except for a handful of people, that got me to where I got. So I have this like need to be like, no, 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 we didn't start this. I want to, I got to pay homage to all the people that went before me. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, but you know, I also kind of understand it because funny story you you might find interesting is that I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, Bible Belt. My parents were leading the charge that rock and roll was Satan's music. Christian rock and roll was even worse than rock and roll because it was wolves in sheep's clothing, you know. And uh, my parents were like, they would have rather me been like a drug dealer than uh, in a rock band. I mean, the rock band was almost like being like a, a preacher in Satan's church or something. Oh, they hated it. Oh, my gosh. And so I kind of grew up with it. So I have a lot of patience for people. And I always find my life is to be, to be a bridge, you know, because I've got most everybody that works for me is, is atheist or agnostic, uh, anti-organized religion. I love they're my buds. They're my friends. I love talking with them about politics, religion, life, parenthood. Um, and I always find my life is a bridge to be like, hey, we're really not all that different. We're, it's a hard life. And we should be reaching out to each other. And I think my music reflects that in a pretty big way. I do. I do. And I'll finish on this. Um, you're at Heavy Montreal today. There are a lot of festivals that have popped up. And, of course, Europe has Hellfest. <laughs> not, yeah. not to be religious. But, but Download and Whack. And how important are festivals, but particularly in North America, like this, like Rocklahoma, like M3? Yeah. You know, I was just literally on the phone with my manager after my show last night. Uh, we played last night Impact Festival with Five Finger Death Punch. And we finished. I was hanging out with some of the Death Punch people who I'm a huge fan of. So I was kind of fanboying. I mean, they're my friends, but I'm still fanboy. I don't care. They're so good. Jason's Canadian. Yeah, yeah right. So I was talking to my manager on the phone. And I was saying this. We're seeing this real major comeback in the niche of hard metal. And, and Skillet's not even hard metal. We're hard rock slash moving towards metal. But I mean hard metal. And that's something that we didn't really see 10 years ago. The niche was small. And I was just saying, I actually think that a lot of these festivals are responsible for that. Because they're bringing back that niche of... Oh, yeah, this summer we're going to come out to Hellfest. We're going to come out to Heavy Montreal. We're going to see all the heavy stuff. It's really good for rock music because it's given, a, it's given a, a platform for a lot of people. So I'm really thankful to be a part of the shows. And, uh, and, and I grew up in a time that hard, hard metal was, was also niche. Really until Metallica Black Album. I think that kind of all of a sudden made... You know, made metal really commercial, but but it was a niche time for the heavy stuff, and I was always a, a fan of all that. So you know, playing with Slayer tonight. I mean, I get to call my friends, and be like, "Dude, I'm playing with Slayer tonight." They're all jealous. <laughs> That's funny because on the backdrop they'll have the crosses up, and then Slayer will come out and they'll just rotate them. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. But uh, John, absolute pleasure, and and that's what I like about festivals. We probably wouldn't have had a chance to chat otherwise because I do a lot of the. You know, older rock. I've done CCR recently. I've done, you know, that stuff. And so here we are. And that's what it's all about, bringing people together. I love it. I'm really glad we had the opportunity to talk. Thanks very much. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You're listening to Rock Talk with Mitch LaFond. Rock Talk.